Hello and welcome, my name is Shandine. In this space, I'll be sharing about my adulting trials and tribulations and mine and others' experiences as Indigenous peoples. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back to a new podcast episode. It has been a while, it's been about seven months since I last posted an episode and a lot has changed since then, obviously, as life does. But before we get into all that stuff, I just wanted to quickly say that I really appreciate the people who have reached out and asked about when I was going to be uploading again. I have actually had people ask me when I'm going to start uploading again and that they miss my podcast. And that means so much to me. It really makes my heart happy because when I originally started this podcast, I never really intended for a lot of people to hear it. And not that a lot of people have, but I just didn't really expect that many people to listen to it. And even more so, like, really appreciate it. And I'm about to get so personal with my life. But honestly, I feel like if anything I say in any of these episodes helps at least one person or just makes them feel less alone or literally anything like that, then I think me telling all of my business is worth it. So let's just get straight into the topic, I guess. Um, As you can tell by the title of the episode, the biggest change that has happened in my life since my last upload is that Miguel and I broke up. It has been almost three weeks By the time that this episode is uploaded, it will have been three weeks, and it sucks. (laughs) There really is no sugarcoating just how much hurt I'm going through right now. Now, I want to start by talking about why we broke up, and this part I'm not going to give too many details just because it's not just my breakup, it's also his breakup, and I don't want to share too much about his side because that's his side so we basically broke up because we were just hurting each other too much we became too toxic for each other and our love was and our relationship was just not healthy anymore all of it really started with me but it didn't end with me when it should have. As I mentioned, I think before in one of my previous episodes where I talked a lot about the toxicness from my first relationship that I carried over into the relationship I just recently had that has almost everything to do with what went on recently. So I'll just quickly go back to six and a half years ago I was a junior, soon to be senior, and I just got out of a sort of long-term high school relationship, and I had just met Miguel. Miguel and I started dating way before I was actually ready to be in another relationship, before I really had a chance to recover from my previous relationship, and that really just set the tone for our relationship. 
slowly we got over that and then within a couple of years sort of similar events happened and the trust and everything that was kind of built up came falling back down again again on my part and my actions are always something that I will take responsibility for so that happened that was a couple of years ago so since then there wasn't a whole lot of work being done in regards to moving past those things that happened I talked on one of my previous episodes about again the toxicness that I learned and then had to unlearn and while that was definitely true I did eventually unlearn some toxic traits it's almost like I gained new ones or I kind of uncovered new ones that I didn't know that I had before and at the same time when you're unlearning toxic behaviors it's not just like a one-time thing where you unlearn them and then you're good and you're set it really is like a lifelong process of not just unlearning but also like maintaining that new behavior that you've replaced and that was definitely the part that i failed on my side unfortunately my side was combined with his side of his own mistakes most more recently um again i'm not going to go into too much details about exactly what happened but a lot of the things that were happening were in result of things that i had done previously so it really is just a case of like i hurt him and then later on he hurt me but of course in bigger and smaller ways that kind of just built up we have fought for this relationship for such a long time we were together for six and a half years and it honestly just seemed to get worse with time and the love it never went away it's still there like for me at least i'm not gonna speak for him but on my side it's still there it's so deeply there but something that i have sadly come to learn is that love is just not enough in a relationship it's not enough to sustain a healthy relationship i apologize right now that this episode is not going to be very cohesive my thoughts are really just going to be kind of all over the place because that's just kind of where I am mentally is like all over the place but I do want to mention where we're kind of at now because our lives were so intertwined we still have a lot of responsibilities under both of our names so for the sake of those responsibilities you know bills furniture things like that um, for the for the sake of those things, we still communicate, but we've reached the point of this breakup where that's the only thing that we communicate about. We don't see each other at all. We don't text each other at all. Only about the things that we need to talk about, and even then, it's barely anything. And it's hard. It's so heartbreaking to become so close to someone 
to have someone in your life for so long and then just not have them there anymore i can without a doubt say that this is one of this is the hardest thing that i've ever had to go through and i've spoken to a lot of people about this breakup i've spoken to some family of course friends my therapist and i've gotten a lot of useful information from every person one of the most helpful conversations that i had was actually with my grandma on my mom's side and i was up with her late one night and we were just talking for hours and one really huge thing that she told me that kind of gave me a little bit of peace of mind and a little bit more perspective was that a lot of the things that happened on my end was not just mistakes and decisions that I was making solely on my own. A lot of the decisions I was making were also being made by the previous generations in my family. So we talked a lot about generational trauma and everything that has happened in my family and how it basically leads down to how I'm choosing to live my life now. And I'm definitely going to get into that in just a second because that's huge in my healing journey. But the other thing that she said that was really helpful for me was that Again, when I was 16 years old, when we first met, I was making decisions that, of course, were not right. But I, at that time, at that age, with all of the life experience that I had, did not have the space and capacity to make the right decisions. I just didn't know how. I didn't know what the right decisions were. I didn't know how to make the right decisions. I didn't even know what the right decision was. So how was I supposed to know how to get there? So that's one part. The second part is when she explained to me that Miguel does not currently have the space and capacity to deal with the emotions and things that he's going through right now. He doesn't have the space and capacity to go through them in a healthy way. Because really, it's like for the first time, we are actually well, really, he is actually dealing with the emotions and things that have happened because of what, of, because of the things that I did. So even though these things happened years ago, it's like he's feeling it for the first time. And he doesn't have the necessary space and capacity to deal with them in a healthy manner, which explains a lot of the behaviors that have been happening more, more recently. And so that gave me a lot of peace in mind because I know, I know that Miguel has a good heart. I really, truly have no doubt that he is a good person, but he's not making good decisions. And I know for a fact that I'm a good person. I just don't make good decisions sometimes. Well, at least when I was younger, I made a lot of not good decisions. So that bit of information helped me out a lot. Because now I kind of understand more that it's not me, it's him. And that's why he's acting the way that he was. And in the past, it wasn't him, of course not. It was me, and that's why I was acting the way I was in the past. So that, that was the first thing that really helped me. 
And then, of course, the second thing was the whole gener- generational trauma thing, which honestly, I could probably talk about for so long. I'm actually going to pull out my journal because I wrote some things down after my counseling session that I knew I needed to remember and focus on. So my family has had a lot of trauma. My great-grandma, who is still alive today, experienced boarding schools, experienced a lot of the things that we read about in history books, at least the history books that tell it. She has lived through a lot of those things. My grandma has lived through boarding schools. My mom didn't go to go, didn't go to boarding schools, but she still had a lot of trauma from my grandma and great-grandma. And then there's me. So because of the time period and I guess just like life experience that older generations have had in my family, they weren't really they weren't focused on the things that I'm focused on today they were just focused on surviving and now me I'm not just focusing on surviving I'm focusing on healing and I'm focusing on living a life that is going to be healthy and fulfilling for me and that's honestly not a privilege that older generations in my family had so now I get the chance to do the healing and to do better for future generations in that in the aspects where my where my elders fell a little bit short but again that's not their fault I don't blame them I don't think less of them in any type of way but it's just true and I say this to say that a lot of the trauma and toxicness and things that are just not good I have picked up from my mom which she picked up from her mom, which she picked up from her mom. As you can see, it's a cycle and it just keeps going and going. And I have to figure out somehow to stop that. When I reflect on my entire life and a lot of the most impactful experiences in my life, I start to realize that I am so much like my mom. And unfortunately, not in all good ways. There are a lot of things that I grew up seeing from my mom, learning from my mom, experiencing from my mom that I have just inherently picked up. And it is a struggle trying to unlearn that, trying to honestly just even face that. I will share one specific thing that I am talking about when I mention my family and my mom is that when I was growing up, I saw my mom and a lot of relationships, a lot of failed relationships, um, abusive relationships, toxic relationships, a lot of relationships where she was honestly a huge problem. She was an issue in. And I picked up on a lot of those traits. And one of those traits is not being to be not being able to be alone. And while she definitely is better in that aspect now in this time of her life than she was 10 years ago 15 years ago or or whatever I still grew up seeing her depend on men and not being able to be by herself and I think that is one of the traits that I picked up because for the first time in my life 
I am single. I mean, I've had a boyfriend since I was 14, since I was like 13 years old. I was in a couple of years, I was in a relationship in high school for a couple of years. And then of course, right after that, I was with Miguel for years up until now. And so this is the first time that I'm actually going to be alone, but also not depending on anyone to make me feel better, to make me feel less lonely. Because to be 100% transparent, when we, when me and Miguel broke up for a couple of months, a couple of years ago, this is one of the incidents I refer, that I was referring to earlier, I could not handle being by myself. I couldn't handle being alone. And that led me to doing a lot of things that I regret with people that, well, I don't want to say regret because that sounds kind of mean, but I was just looking for validation and looking for company and looking for people to make me feel less lonely because I didn't have a boyfriend because I was sad and I was heartbroken. So for the first time in my life, I don't have a boyfriend and I'm not trying to use that as a coping mechanism. And it is hard. It's not hard because I necessarily want to seek out a new relationship or because I have someone that I want to be with or talk to or or whatever. I don't. There isn't anyone. There isn't anything. It's just hard for me to be by myself. And not even in just like sexual ways or like attention wise but it's also like I really miss Miguel and I's friendship like we he's my best friend like he knows me better than anyone else and I do mean anyone else because we live together because we slept together because we were boyfriend and girlfriend because I was gonna marry this person so naturally this is something that I am not used to. Another thing that my grandma shared with me that I think is very helpful, it also gives me a peace of mind, is that if you are meant to be with someone, then you're going to end up with that person. And I think it is really special to think about it this way. Two people who can stand on their own and be on their own and be their own person and be happy by themselves and take care of themselves when those two people come together and then choose each other I think that's really special and that's what I want and it's so heartbreaking to say but whether it's with Miguel or not I truly don't care who hears this I don't care if Miguel hears this but I feel comforted by the fact that if me and Miguel are meant to end up together we will end up together and of course there's hope in me that we will end up together but I don't know anymore and that is the freakiest it's the scariest thing to say because it's scary to be by yourself yes but it's also scary to not know what's going to happen in the future scary to not know if i actually am going to end up marrying this person that i wanted to marry it's scary but again you cannot be in a healthy happy relationship if you are not healthy and happy by yourself so i have to do that first before i can even think about 
ever letting someone else come into this stuff. I don't even know what to call it. So that's my plan for now, um, is to basically heal, not just from this breakup, but from the generational trauma, my toxic behaviors, things that are keeping me from living my life as fulfilling as it could be. Yeah, I'm just going to focus on things that I want to do and that are going to make me happy and that will get me to where I want to be. And then hopefully something amazing will happen. I don't know. And I'm talking about all of this and saying this and it sounds like easy for me to say it, but I'm literally living through it right now and it is so hard. It is so hard to stick to growth. It would be so easy for me to message him right now asking to talk or see him. I mean, I don't even know if he would answer, but it would be easy for me to try and it would be easy for me to find comfort in someone else. Temporary comfort at least. Or it would be very easy for me to just fall into a depression that becomes very debilitating. But I guess I will choose the hard way. And even though it hurts and it's scary and it's lonely and it's crushing my heart, it will be worth it. And I think that this will be a good place to stop. Like I said before, there's just so much that I feel like I could talk about about this. But I didn't really plan out this episode. I kind of just decided to talk and go off of like my counseling notes and just things that I'm feeling like right this second. But thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. And if anything that I said resonates with you, whether you're going through a breakup or not, I hope that you realize you also are worth finding and living a life that makes you happy. Okay? Okay. So I have no idea when my next episode will be. I really don't know. I think it'll just be more about the whole trauma and healing and everything like that. Um, But yeah, if you listen to this and you know where to reach me on my social media, let me know. Let me know what you think or thought about this episode. Or if you just have any like advice or you just want to talk about things, just hit me up. Okay? Well, I'm gonna go now. Love you. Bye.